Welcome back to another episode of The Flip Side. This is going to be... S- Charge! Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this week is side A of Lady Gaga's newest album, Chromatica. It's, um, a, it's a pretty new album. It's about as new as you can get and actually have time to review it. Yeah, yeah, yes. We were going to do a different one, but we decided we'd go for something fresh. Get that SEO stuff going. And something a little longer (laughs) with a little more content. (laughs) Yeah, our other idea, I think, will have to be a side episode eventually. Yeah, it'll be a cool one, but that we could do side A and side B in one episode there. But we'll keep that one under wraps for now. We'll let you guys know about it if we decide to do it. And if we decide not to, then maybe we'll give it away. I don't know. So I'm, I'm much more prepared to uh, record now that I have a fancy pants mic. So this much is our better. First go with a uh, nice stuff. Tommy's not going to have to do as much editing anymore. You people won't oh my hear gosh. my uh, my fan in the background or anything like that. No more chair creaks. No nothing. Just yeah. me and the voice. And the voice. <laughs> nice. I try to get close to the mic. I don't know what that does with this thing. It gives you. I've only radio been using voice. this for Zoom lessons. So, oh, good. No, yeah. Now, no now I sound all official. Hello yeah, there. Get that coming radio to voice. you from right here in uh, Pennsylvania, Chromatica, Lady Gaga. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt, you could legitimately use that mic for ASMR if you wanted. Just get up real close to the microphone and talk real slow. We're going to whisper cut a little bit off the left here. And <laughs> <laughs> we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> they just went and running screaming because they got those tickles in the ears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, before we get too far into this, I want to give a shout out to some of our listeners. We've been looking at our uh, statistics lately, and it's been pretty sweet to see that we are getting some nice amount of views or downloads from Canada, actually. Hello we there, have Canucks. almost as... Yeah, we have almost as many people in Canada listening as we do in the United States. And very close behind that is Australia. Do we know anyone from Canada? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, well, you're not our friend, but you are now. Yeah, I mean, I've met people at my day job, but... Sweet. Yeah, and specifically... Up there. Hope it's not it's, too um... cold. <laughs> I mean, it's it's 
almost July. I hope it's not too cold up there. Though yeah, I don't I know don't. how the weather goes there, so. <laughs> it's been a while. I've only ever been to Niagara, so. Yeah. No moose sites for me. And I didn't even cross the border, so. Um, you racist. <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Our last episodes um, were very inconveniently timed. So if Tommy never gave a disclaimer, uh, we recorded those way in advance to the situation. Yeah. So we like do apologize if any of you listeners heard something that seemed a little insensitive. Uh, we didn't. We did not intend for it to be very appropriate that a uh, a protest album would end up in the times of uh, our current uh, American situation. So on one hand, we're glad that we're able to contribute that kind of content. But if we said anything that seemed a little bit uh, dark humor, we we apologize. Yeah, that... Um... We recorded that actually it was two months in advance. And so that was yeah, very unexpected timing for everything. But um, let's see here. I was going to show too. Um, so in Canada, actually, our most of our listeners in Canada are in Winnipeg. Hmm. Which I don't know where that is, but apparently it's in Canada. I'm not and familiar then, with my Canadian geography. So Me neither. And then in Australia, um, 85% of our downloads in Australia are in New South Wales. So that's pretty no cool. No clue about that. Never been over there. That, I'd love According to, to this little map here, it looks like it's like southeast. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> so thank you, everybody that's listening. And uh, in the States here, most of our listeners are actually in Virginia from the last couple of weeks. I have a feeling that most of them are related to me, but thank you Hello for listening. Hello there, alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, Matt, when I was looking at the cities that pop up here, I didn't see Lynchburg as one of them. <gasps> yeah. We're going to have to uh, make a couple phone calls. Yeah, right? Like, do we none know, of our friends do we know the there. mob in that area? We, we can, uh, <laughs> I've got a tiny bit of Italian in me. I could sway something. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's knocking on some doors. Yeah, a certain Liberty, classical where are you guitarist at? that should be on here. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> she called me out for mentioning her before. I'm, now you can call me out again to prove it. Yeah, right. <laughs> if she's listening, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time I'll name drop you so they go check you out. Right. <laughs> not this time though, because you're not listening. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Yeah, none in uh, none in Lynchburg. Liberty is not representing. Man, man. Ah, that's they'll catch up. They'll catch up. But the rest of the They're country, you the guys times. are doing pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> We're glad you're here. We are very glad you're here because this would not be fun without listeners. It would just be us talking to the void about a person who wears crazy meat dresses. <laughs> oh my gosh! Very true. Uh, Chromatica by Lady Gaga. So at the time that this podcast will be released, uh, Chromatica will have been out for one month. Uh, it was released on May 29th. Uh, you can't really get a whole lot newer than this and still be able to review it. It yeah. was actually her uh, sixth her sixth studio album, which 
I, I don't I guess I don't know the difference between a studio album and a non studio album because I I don't know. I just I mean I, I don't know. I thought a studio album was just an album that was recorded in a studio, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if like maybe she has a home studio that she does things. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should do this. Something Quit like Google it search. was a lot of work with producers or something means it's a studio album or under a specific record deal or I don't know. Those sorts of yeah. things in the industry go over my head and I don't really care. I just like listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't not really sure. I don't know. A quick Google search just says that a studio album is an album recorded in a studio. But wow. all albums are Good recorded job, in a Google. studio, even if it's recorded in your home studio. It's still a studio, so I don't know what yeah. the difference is. Jerks. Uh, but amazing enough, Matt, so this is her sixth studio album, and it's the sixth one to hit number one on its debut in the Billboard Top 200. I mean, at least America has taste in some things. Yeah, we know who we like. I mean, six albums, six number ones, that's, that's incredible. That's very, very impressive. Uh, yeah, especially for the whole album to to hit yeah. that high, not just like a single. Right, exactly. It's it's pretty crazy. What's probably even crazier to me, I would never have seen this coming. Uh, this album was actually scheduled to be released on April 10th of this year, but it was delayed seven weeks because of the um, the, the virus who should not be named causing that little, what, what's that word, the 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 pandemic. Yeah, that thing. I don't know. Maybe oh you've heard gosh. of it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it delayed the album seven weeks for the release. I'm not really sure why. Um, I must have been some sort of stuff that they had to work on. For, I, I don't know. It must have been close to being finished, but not done yet. And they had to take a little extra time. I'm not exactly sure, but it's probably just some slowdown due to the social. Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Not exactly sure, but I thought that was pretty wild. I never thought that I would live in a world where we'd see albums released late because of a pandemic. Yeah, it's a weird time. I mean, I never thought I'd live in a world with pandemics in general, but here we are. Everything goes on pause. Yeah, everything happens, right? Everything changes and everything gets wild. Businesses close, whatever. But our podcast still happen. <laughs> we are infinite. I don't know if I'd say that. That's a little uh, little We're god inevitable. theories there. There you go. We're inevitable. <laughs> there's a there's a reference to that that one movie that I don't like that much. Um, Endgame. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I could only think of Avengers, and I couldn't think of the other thing. <laughs> were, were you also disappointed by that movie, Matt? I mean, I don't like Marvel very much in general. I'm a Star Wars fanboy. Yeah, I was um, I was pretty disappointed was by that movie, but uh, it's uh, for a different podcast, not a music related one. <laughs> I mean, if we we're talking music, then that's the worst part about it. Oh, <laughs> so there you yeah. go. There's my two cents in Marvel movies is they they need a composer. <laughs> right. Yeah. They have a lot of cool, odd time signatures and stuff, but that's besides the point. Back to Lady Gaga. They should ask Lady Gaga to to do something. She'd do better. (laughs) That was a better transition than what I had. That was so much smoother. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Hi, um, Captain. Ready to go, voice. <laughs> there we go. Ready to go. Uh, it also this album also topped the charts in the UK and Scotland, um, Australia, France, Ireland, Italy, the Netherlands. Uh, in fact, it was the UK's fastest selling album of the year. Jeez. And their fastest selling album on vinyl of the year too. I guess what? vinyl is still hmm. making its comeback. Uh, I don't know what this album would do with vinyl, but hey, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't uh, mind hearing it, I guess. Maybe some of the things I don't like about it would be improved. I don't well, know. can't you just get a plug-in? There's a plug-in from Isotope that simulates the uh, the sound of old vinyl. And it you does a great job. A sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. I mean, I would just do that. Save a lot of money on printing vinyl. But I guess if you're Lady Gaga, you know you're going to sell them. Oh, if yeah. you're uh, yeah, yeah. Matt and Tommy sitting in the basement, then um, you know you're probably not going to sell the vinyl. <laughs> mm, yeah. I can't even get clicks on the stupid YouTube videos. <laughs> then again, no one knows how to spell bibbity buff, so can you blame them? I, that's true. That's true. SEO is a thing. I'm the only one, but no one knows it. <laughs> yeah. I guess it doesn't really do a whole lot of good to be the only one if no one knows that you're there. The wonderful thing about bibbity buff is I'm the only one. <laughs> Copyright. That was clever. That was clever. Um, so this album, Matt, we were talking about this a little bit. The uh, the producers seem to be a little bit... Uh, so this album was mainly produced by Lady Gaga and uh, Blood Pop, which has worked with her many times before, which actually makes a ton of sense because this album sounds like something I've heard before from her <laughs> just with different words <laughs> i mean it's it's not that it's a bad album but she knows the formula to sell out to sell records and hot it take, worked take. Yeah, I, I, I mean i don't mean that in any bad sort of sense if you know the formula and it works then why go why not go for it you know i can't blame it's her at all people but. dancing that's for sure that's true i mean they were going for that edm groove that sort of you know, the electronic beats that feel good and sound good. And, and it makes sense with who the, uh, who the other producers were. I mean, yep. working on the album, you had Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Um, you had Axwell, Burns, Skrillex, um, a lot of EDM, uh, what do you call it? Electropop, dance pop stuff. House. Yeah, house music, yep. That's yeah. that's the word I was looking for. House. I mean that that sort of stuff is so. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like the heavier styles of metal. Mm -hmm. There are uh, a ton of words that mean almost the same exact thing, but with little <laughs> intricacies that change what they are. And that's where right. the uh, the old style trial game comes in. We'll bring that back someday. Ooh, we should do that. We Maybe should we'll do that, that specifically for Chromatica, breaking down each song and what style it technically is. Oh man, that's gonna be a ton of work. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> that would. Uh, You'll do that, that work, and then I'll act like you don't know the answers. <laughs> right. That's what it'll be. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it makes sense though that it has that it sounds like something we've heard before because it's with the same similar people that she's worked with before, and it's from you know, just a little bit older styles, which again, not, not necessarily a bad thing, 
it fits the fits the track record that sells really well. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are trying new stuff, so why not have Lady Gaga with that her persona as Lady Gaga have that consistent uh, dance sound? Right. I'd kind of forgotten what she sounded like. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of her songs, but I know them so well that I don't know. They just kind of sound different in my head. And I hear like her voice, her hooks and not everything behind it. So after I listened to this the first time, I'd gone back and clicked around on her older hits and been like, oh, yeah, they kind of kind of all sound like this. All right. I'm all right with it. Um, cause in some ways when I first heard it, especially when I heard the, uh, the rain on me single, it felt like it was taking steps back and really mm-hmm. it's no, we, it's that we just listened to the friggin' childish Gambino in right. music that doesn't sound like anything I've really heard before that much. Exactly. And now we're listening to a music that sounds like it's from like 10 years ago. Not that that that's bad. It, it really isn't like i think we both are gonna in the end be fairly positive on it it's just so weird to hear this like time warp of an album appear out of nowhere today when it sounds like it could have come from 10 years ago when uh like european edm was the top of the charts over here too and uh like skrillex was making his entry (laughs) and then quickly vanished into being a producer. <laughs> right. I don't think I've heard anything from him specifically in since that first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I'm sure there's been something, but I, I don't know. But that Maybe. was never my cup of tea. Like, that wasn't what I wanted to do, especially at that time. I was full on in the jazz world at that time. I wanted nothing to do but to listen to Miles Davis and... More Miles Davis and disco was dead in your life. More Miles Davis. A little bit of Marcus, a little bit of Miles, a little bit of Marcus, a little bit of Miles. (laughs) Which, I mean, honestly, Marcus and Miles, they go hand in hand. You can't have Marcus without Miles. (laughs) Yep. I I mean, there was a time where I listened to Kind of Blue literally every single day. I'd wake up in the morning and play that. Wake up in the morning, turn on Miles Davis. Oh, it didn't work. Wait. Isn't isn't that Katy Perry we're talking about? Oh no, you've done a <laughs> you've done a dirty. That's Kesha. Kesha, gotcha. That's who it was. I yeah, I mean you I were close. So it was still okay. Yeah, it was close. And enough. that's old as crap too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't blame you for forgetting. That's so. Funny. She's a completely different artist now. So right. We'll talk about her someday, but yeah, now we're talking true. about another controversial-ish uh, lady singer. Yeah. So the uh, the EDM stuff, the re- they say that the reason they wanted to go back to that is because they were trying to make it feel make you feel the happiness and dance to it even though they're talking about really sad lyrics and really difficult issues. Mm. I guess dance your problems away like in uh, Grey's Anatomy when they have issues and start dancing. I probably should admit that I watched that show. Well, I haven't watched it in a long time, but <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> if they're dancing their problems away, then that's basically what this is about. Yeah, essentially, because she's talking about you know mental health and depression and past relationships and all sorts of like not fun topics, but 
nope. it has a nice vibe to it. Like you could you could still dance to it. Yep. I There's feel like a lot you could only of really analogies and yeah. very dark uh imagery in the album, but I don't I think you could dance to every single one of the songs on the album. I think There's you only can. one that you might like struggle with and i'm talking like if you dance at a club then there's only right. one that might be a little too on the ballad end but that's only one like usually right. there's only like maybe two on an album that are dance songs and then the rest are whatever but this one no all the way through you could turn it on and dance until the end of the album can you imagine matt if i if this album goes to tour which who knows with the state of the world right now if she'll be able to tour this album or not but can you imagine how that, yeah. exhausting this will be? Because there's no ballads to take a breath and like be able to stop dancing. Jeez. She's gonna. Oh my gosh, she's gonna I mean, be a machine to She might to have to lip sync some of it because her her dancing because she dances too, mm-hmm. and she does it live. We've seen it before. I mean, it, like at the same time, like she's just she's such a genuine artist that I wouldn't be surprised if she has a thing against lip syncing, but right. she might have to for some of the dancing. It's like, I get how difficult that is. It's hard performing in those gigantic like stadium settings that her kind of crowd would bring anyway. But wow. I mean, if you performed this whole album and didn't cut a thing, good on you because a lot of these she's giving a lot of power in her voice i mean it like we said it sounds like lady gaga from 10 years ago she still has a ton of power in her voice and that's a lot of the draw and why people like her so much is all the personality and uh how powerful her voice is and that it's really a lower register for a woman's voice so it stands out right she has a ton of grit in a lot of these songs too. Oof. And not even just the the vocal aspect of it, but just the physicality of the dancing cuz she does the, I mean the choreography and everything. I mean, she's she's 34. It's not like she's old at all, but she's not 24 anymore. I yeah. Yeah, man, that's going to be crazy. But I mean, Jayla does to mention it. a little uh, fact of a uh, what's brought distress on her that I'm sure you'll mention in a second that definitely yeah. would make her uh dancing a entire right. performance a real pain no pun uh, well pun intended i guess Sorry. i mean yeah if uh if this does go to tour and she does dance like that it would be a ama- i would i mean i'm not a huge lady gaga fan and that style of music is not normally my thing i don't like the giant crowds of the concerts but i might want to try to see this because if she's able to do this it would be amazing because she was talking she spoke about how difficult this album even was for her to record because her fibromyalgia is getting really bad. Which, if yeah. you don't know what that is, that basically makes you in pain all the time. Is it technically a bone disease? Um, I, it has. Well, oh no, no, no! It's more like a joint pain disease. It might be muscular. I I don't remember. I had a relationship with a girl that had it, but uh, that's a long time ago, so I don't remember a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, it's. It's called a, um, I'm sorry, I'm not, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm not laughing because of the disease. I'm laughing because you said, is it muscular or skeletal? And it's musculoskeletal pain, uh-huh. according to the Mayo Clinic. Oh, uh-huh. I'm a smart person. So, I could go yeah. to med school. 
Uh, right. <laughs> Listeners don't know, but I did a little dance like I was listening to right. the album because I'm proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. But sort it's of. something that can't be cured. I mean, you can kind of cope with it and there's some treatments that can help, but they can't cure it. It's a chronic pain, so it doesn't go away. So if she was mm-hmm. able to take that to tour, that would be one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Um, you know, one thing that's pretty cool about this album that makes sense, the more you think about the way these things played out, the more it makes sense. This is the only album that we've reviewed so far that the recording locations make sense. Like, they're all pretty central. She recorded in Hollywood at the incredible East-West Studios, which is, I mean, if you haven't heard of East-West Studios, you got to look them up. It's amazing. Uh, She was at Hollywood Hills, uh, and then in Los Angeles, which is all right near each other, and then she did some recordings in New York City. Which Which is where she's from. Right, exactly. So it makes sense in New York City, and the L.A., Hollywood area all makes sense especially if she was dealing with fibromyalgia and that sort of thing where she it's, she said it's hard for her to get off the couch. Mm-hmm. So everything was in the same area. So it makes a lot of sense. Everything is actually, I mean, the more you think about this album, I feel like it's actually a very logically played out thing. Not like the um, uh, Camila Cabello, Cabello album where everything was just like all over Everywhere. the world. It's like yeah, an Adam Sandler movie where they just plan a bunch of destinations so they can go on vacation while they make their stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what that, that's a great analogy. That's exactly what that felt like. This actually is logical. This I feel album. kind of mean saying that because I, I feel like she was a better artist than Adam Sandler's uh, crap comedy movies are, but it, it's probably a, a reasonable diagnosis for why there was a ton of studios. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it was all over the place, but this is actually, this makes sense. I picked on that poor woman too much. I mean, that album deserved it though. <laughs> if you guys don't know, go back and listen to it. You can go to justthebasics.com and then there's a little corner over there on the menu on the side that says the flip side. And you can see all of our, excuse me, all of our album reviews are right there. And so you Bridges can have take been a listen to that. <laughs> I just... I wouldn't want anything to do with Mendes anyway. <laughs> I, I didn't like the album. I'll just be honest. But you, if you want a yeah, full review, yeah. go back and listen to that. But <laughs> anywho, uh, the, the other thing that uh, Lady Gaga has struggled with, because I was really curious, and uh, so on top of the fibromyalgia, physical struggles, the, the woman has uh, PTSD. Mm-hmm. And that's been... A huge struggle for her too. I um, I'm fairly well. I know that she's medicated. You can hear it in the album if you just listen to the words. But right. that on top of uh, a disease that's as bad as fibromyalgia, like, I I can't imagine that. I think life is hard for me. Imagine being Lady Gaga, where you can't go outside and buy a pizza without the paparazzi pestering you all week. Which I don't know if you've seen that, Tommy, but maybe it's just because I've been talking about Lady Gaga with my wife. But Google tells me constantly <laughs> everything Lady Gaga is doing, including like the stupidest things. I'm like, would you leave this woman alone? Uh, I'm starting to understand that old uh, viral YouTube video with the the dude crying about Britney. Like, right? For goodness sake, like she can go outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leave her be. <laughs> I would never want to be a celebrity. No. No way. I wouldn't want to deal with that. You can't even go to the grocery store. 
Though, honestly, nobody can go to the grocery store right now, it feels like, but... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you could get away with it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just wear a uh, hazmat suit. No one knows who you are. Or just like a ski mask and nobody will recognize you. Well, then they'll think you're trying to get away with something. Well, yeah, but you are. You just, <laughs> you're trying to get away with nobody recognizing you. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, yes, yes. I mean, that's why you wear a ski mask in general. It doesn't necessarily mean it's for I was making assumptions because you're a jazz musician, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Matt. You know what they say about assumptions. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, that's funny. Yeah, the, the story to this album is, I mean, it's such a sad story, and I really give her credit for what her goal was with this. Um, but the backstory of this album goes back to her previous album, Joanne. Um, interestingly enough, I, I didn't know this because I didn't really listen to that album very well, very much, but that album was actually written for her dad because of all this. I don't, I don't know what he was going through, but she wrote that album for him. Hmm. Um, she felt terrible and you know, whatever, but she realized that she couldn't fix her dad. And that realization apparently was really, really hard for her and it sent her into depression and she actually started chain smoking and was just seriously struggling through it. And during that is when she started writing Chromatica and she says that Chromatica was a way of healing for her. Um, mm -hmm. so she took a lot of inspiration from her dad and then she took some inspiration from some past relationships and other hurts, uh, the P PTSD. Um, and so her goal through that was to write an album that would be inclusive and help people with healing through those same sorts of things. Uh, there's a quote here from her where she was talking to, uh, I guess paper is the name. Uh, it's a New York city magazine about, I guess, the nightlife there. She said, I will do whatever it takes to make the world dance and smile. I want to put out a record that forces people to rejoice even in their saddest moments. If you are in pain and listening to this music, just know that I know what it's like to be in pain. And I know what it's like to also not let it ruin your life. So I give her a lot of credit because she took a lot of, a lot of hurt and she tried to turn it into something good. Um, as far as the way that she did it in the song and the album and everything, you can debate whether or not that was a real healing or not. I mean, for her, it probably felt like it, or at least felt like it helped her improve. Um, hopefully the album can help other people a little bit too. I, I don't know. Right. Um, but it does handle difficult subject matter and she did a really good job through it and trying to make do be happy still through it with the upbeat music and making it danceable and, fun it's funny actually the rolling stone even referred to it as therapy pop <laughs> oh that's uh that's pretty clever i don't really know if that's actually a genre of music apparently maybe it will be now but uh, yeah i don't i don't know i mean that that's a decent way of referring to it i think at least the majority of these songs are about topics that are therapeutic i guess <laughs> like each of them have some kind of a concept that relates to emotional pain and then twists it a little bit like maybe like uh, sour candy one of the singles i don't know if you can you can probably figure it out but you might have to bend that one a little bit to be therapeutic but <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah i mean it's just she did a really good job of working through that stuff that's, that's what i'll say about that as far as the overall story of the album Again, 
the way that she got from point A to point B might not necessarily be the best way, but she still got there. Yeah. And so there's a lot of insight um, into how she's thinking and feeling. And I hope the best for her that she, that it did help her to feel better. And then going forward, like right. it'll uh, improve her emotional situation. And uh, I'm sure it'll continue to be really difficult, but if it makes some really fun and interesting music and she's thinking positively then she is doing better then that's a good thing right exactly uh, i mean joanne was a country album so you can only go up from there <laughs> yeah you you can't fall much farther from a country album <laughs> <laughs> i haven't listened to it too much i'm sure the lyrics are wonderful because she's very good at writing but <laughs> I, I know how you can fall a little bit farther than a country album you could do a solo guitar album Oh no. <laughs> oh no. A solo guitar cover album. Oh, oh no it knew it you could record is the uh the Chick-fil-A music. Oh. That's oh, no. That would be a fall. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. We'll talk about oh, that man. one someday, but Yeah, ooh, right. Oh. I don't know. Maybe we won't. That might not be worth talking about. It might be too late. We'll see if the viewers want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that could be a fun one. It could be a fun episode to do and bring back up again, but that's a little outdated. We'll see. Right. Exactly. So, well, we didn't talk about everything I was going to talk about here, but that's okay. We can talk about some of that next week when we uh, go through our little song by song breakdown of this. Should I tell them why Lady Gaga is special to me But oh. in this episode? Yeah. I almost forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, the uh, like I do like Lady Gaga music, especially the hits. I grew up listening to her. But one of the biggest and most important things to me is that there's a, uh, a percentage, an unknown percentage chance that I was basically her neighbor. Um, there was a mansion down the street from where I grew up that is rumored to have been owned by Lady Gaga for at least a time because in the area uh, she had a, a boyfriend or a fiance that lived not too far and there was a big old giant property with an enormous mansion down the street from me with a big old gate and it apparently was owned by Lady Gaga and the only proof that we really have is that the uh, gas station which is like the only thing in the town that I grew up late late into the evening she would appear <laughs> supposedly so she was like a local legend cryptid that if you were oh so lucky you might witness the lady gaga and it probably isn't true probably but it's always been a weird inspiration that i could have grown up as secretly neighbors of lady gaga that uh miss stephanie germanati might have been down the street uh writing her hits in uh some whited out room painting the walls which i'm pretty sure i've heard is one of the things she's done in the past for writing music <laughs> a whited out room painting the room oh gosh very interesting uh, very methods. interesting but indeed there, there's a, there's a cool story now you can probably pinpoint the area that i live but i've also looked it up and uh the uh there are rumors of other places in this area and i'm gonna stick with my rumor <laughs> not the one the internet says because i'm smarter than the internet <laughs> it makes it more personal 
Yeah. Because I'd, so. I'd purposefully drive slowly and uh, just to to see Lady Gaga's mansion. Just to see a, it. It was always nice knowing that she was probably nearby. Right. It makes you feel more musical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hypercharged oh, with, with Gaga. <laughs> right. <laughs> Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please listen to this album before you listen to next week's episode so you can follow along with us more closely. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Basics Podcast. Basics Podcast. Yeah, that's it. Basics Podcast. <laughs> Forgot for a second what the handle was. Uh, so, yeah, follow us remember. there. Uh, if you want to play a solo on our intro music, Go to the website, justthebasics.com, and you can find the instructions there for how to do it. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys. Um, No, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to put on there yet. Well, it's good job, whoever it was. As you, yeah, as you guys are listening now, you'll be like, well, how do you not know? Because, like, you're, but we're recording this record before. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Edit I think it's That's probably going to be your Matt, your solo, Matt, but I don't know yet. <laughs> Aha, good job, me. Maybe it's we'll the best. do Ricardo's <laughs> again. <laughs> hey, good job, Ricardo. Yeah, I think we'll we'll put Ricardo's on there. Good so job, me. If you want to sound like Ricardo, I don't know how you can do that. But if you want to sound like just the basics, submit a solo to us and play over our our song and be on the uh, whatever. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll Editing. see you guys next week. <laughs> see ya. Thank you.